Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is I'm aware of them now and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is a super impromptu episode because the interview that I wanted to bring to you this week, well, Mercury Retrograde got to it. And so while most of the episode is finished and complete, there was a really great finale with the person I interviewed that I really want to be included in that. And so it's going to be a little bit delayed, so just have patience with me, please, on that front. So I wanted to bring forward to you something that has kind of been working in my own travel business, and that's how I utilize LinkedIn. And so uh, this is hopefully just going to be a brief overview. I say that in the beginning and then like 20 minutes later. But really, I do want to give you this very brief overview of LinkedIn, how I've been using it, the success that I have been seeing so far, which has really been a lot of connections and relationships and more people knowing who I am and what I do with my travel business which, you know, in the end, it creates more visibility for me. People know who I am, what my travel business is all about. And that helps with my referral marketing and it helps with my relationship marketing. The more people that I know and know of me and kind of like the different partnerships that I'm able to have. So if you don't know what LinkedIn, I would say it's like the professional social media channel. And um, many of us, I'm a millennial, just for reference, many of us started with LinkedIn when we were back in our college days to connect with different people, both in inside of our college, but also for job opportunities once we graduated for college. And I know LinkedIn right now is still used as a hub for finding new jobs or new opportunities and even partnerships within different industries. And so that is kind of like the basis of LinkedIn. Now, there are four kind of points that I want to touch on, and there's so many points that I could touch on in regards to LinkedIn, but I really want to keep this clean and concise so that you're not like, whoa, I need to do all the things. So first thing is first is that you need to optimize your profile on LinkedIn. So what I mean by that is I am just going to quickly go to my profile from my Uh, phone right now and I'm looking at it, your name, your title, um, there is going to be kind of like a description, like an introduction of who you are. And you want to make sure that that introduction is filled with some keywords so that if people are looking for things like retreat planner or corporate event planner or destination wedding, you have that as part of your introduction so that when somebody puts in words like destination wedding specialist, when LinkedIn combs certain things, that's part of what it will comb. It's something easy for it to find. 
also, this introduction is part of when you are commenting on other people's posts. The first kind of words, I would say like the first five words of that introduction are what appear under your name. So it will say, for me, Rita M. Perez, it has all my letters, all my alphabets of credentials, and then underneath it, it will say customized group cruise experiences and retreats. And so people will kind of get a feel from there who I am and what I do. So when I'm commenting on other people's content, they're able to be like, huh, this person, not only does she have a good response, but she seems like somebody interesting. Let me go follow her, check out her content. So it kind of works in a, in a multiple facets, avenues, however you want to phrase that, to have to make sure that that part of your profile is optimized. Then when you scroll down, you have your featured content. So this can be like any media where you've been featured on, maybe articles, blogs, uh, podcasts, maybe you have your own podcast and you have like really key episodes that you want to show off. That's where you want to put into your featured. You also have your about section that is a longer conversation. So we're just going to skip that. We're just going to stick with the basics again. Um, Your activity. Why I think activity is important is because when, especially I'm looking at people who have requested to to connect with me, I look at their activity because I want to see people who are creating one original content and two who are active on the platform. So if someone requests to connect with me, if they don't have those two components, I kind of like leave it in limbo or I just decline the connection because it is not going to be a a mutually beneficial connection for me. Like I want to know that you're going to have things that are interesting for me. And I want to know that the other person, it's not just like a one-sided relationship that's going to be happening here. Both people are going to be invested. And by being invested, I need to know that you are actually active on this platform and not just on here to like, create connections so that you can get business for your own business. So that's just a little bit about like when I'm adding connections, what I really think about. Then we go a little bit further down and you go to the experiences section. And I love how they they call this experiences and not kind of jobs because really this is the part that I would call your resume. And so if you, if your travel business does not have a business profile in LinkedIn, you're going to want to make sure that you do that one, because you're going to want to make sure that when you have experiences, it filters to that business page so that when somebody sees like ABC travel company is your travel company, they can go ahead and click on the business page. And again, that's a whole other thing, but it just legitimizes you a little bit more if there is a separate business page that is not just on your profile. On here, so I have a couple different, so normally like let's say if we're working at a grocery store, somebody can start off as a bagger and then they're a clerk and then they're the manager of one of the grocery store departments and then maybe they're the store manager. So it's kind of like those different positions that you have. We don't have different positions really in our travel business, so but there are different things that we can do. So 
I have as kind of like the different experiences within my travel business, I have that I am the founder of my travel business. I have that I am a corporate retreat planner and I'm a business retreat planner and that I specialize in wine business cruises. And then in each individual of those topics, I describe exactly what I do or who I work with and how it's beneficial to work with me in those different things. So this is going to be beneficial if you specialize in group travel, but you also specialize in romance travel. So what do you do for your groups and what do you do for your romance travelers? Maybe you point out some destinations and all that. So instead of having like different positions like we would have in somewhat of a corporate setting or more of a job type setting, that is what you can do to really distinguish between the different roles that you have in your travel business. I hope this makes sense, but if you're a little bit confused, please don't hesitate to book a consultation with me. From your experience section, then of course, like you have education, there is licenses and a certifications area. So this is like where I will put all of my certifications. So my BTA, my CTA, my MCC, my meetings and events certificate from CLIA, like all of that is listed under here. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, I need to put my BTA because <laughs> I earned my BTA last fall, but I haven't put it up there. Uh, volunteering, do you volunteer anywhere? Skills, and this is a really great one to have and it's a great one to have so that people can see the different skills that you have. And again, like when we're thinking about SEO, SEO search engine optimization specifically for LinkedIn, when you put these, like you want to think of keywords when you're thinking of skills. So I have things like event management, travel management, business travel, meeting planning, event management as some of my skills. Again, it helps to pick up there. And then finally, kind of like the last bit on your profile that I would really um, kind of put as a vocal point or focal point is recommendations. So, and you want to start collecting some of these recommendations for from both colleagues and clients who you have worked with or partnered in some scenario. So um, I didn't have any recent things until very, very recently. So in 2011 actually was the last time and that was just past my college days. So recently I've asked a couple of travel industry colleagues as well as people that I've done a couple uh, projects with and travel business clients to give me a couple of, I would, recommendations are really like reviews and so those are more updated. So people can see, yes, I am still currently active and doing things in the travel business. So that is a brief overview of optimizing your profile on LinkedIn. Like we can definitely deep dive on this a little bit more and let me know if you're interested in me maybe hosting a class where we get on Zoom and we can go through everything. Um, either one-on-one -on -one or a small group setting, I would definitely love to put something together like that for the travel industry. So the last three points that I wanted to, and I talked a little bit about these for LinkedIn to make sure that you are successful. You need to create thought-provoking content that always has a call to action. Call to action, call to action, call to action creating thought-provoking content. So when we're thinking of things like Facebook, Instagram, it's really 
things that are like super easy to consume, just takes a couple of seconds, bite-sized things, short captions, sweet and simple, done, boom, the end. That is not what LinkedIn is. LinkedIn really likes longer intentional posts where you're describing experiences, where you're presenting your thoughts, where you really have opinions that um, segment you separately from other people in the travel business and the travel industry. So I have been gaining a lot of recent traction from my posts specifically with planning retreats on cruise ships and with my recent experience sailing on a river cruise because what I didn't know is that when I say sailing on a river cruise, a lot of people think like sailing the Mississippi River on like one of those day those day boats and they don't understand that there's actual river ships that sail throughout the world, Europe, Asia, Africa, South America. And that you can have immersive experiences in these destinations with only having to pack or unpack one time. And so that is one of the things that we as travel advisors really need to be showing on LinkedIn is our authority. We need to be showcasing the things that we know. We can't be keeping this knowledge to us. And I know, again, I believe I've recently said it, it's sometimes scary to put information out there because people are going to go and they're just going to run with it instead of booking direct with us. But you have to be okay that that's going to happen because that's inevitable that it is going to happen. You're putting out this content for the right people to understand what your value is because that is really like when they look at your content, you are building the no like trust factor, but the more influential you can be in helping to decide somebody's travel decisions or make somebody's travel or influence somebody's travel decisions, the more people are going to trust you and the more people are going to understand how beneficial it is that they work with you instead of doing things on their own. So you have to, have to, have to be very giving, especially on the LinkedIn platform. When we're talking about posts specifically with hashtags and creating this thought-provoking content, max five hashtags. And you want to have hashtags that really describe you and what you do. So if you do not plan destination weddings, don't put romance travel as one of your hashtags. Don't put destination weddings as one of your hashtags. If you are like me and plan business travel, business retreats, I will never put hashtag family travel because that is not what I do. That is not what I specialize in. Can we do more things than one? One, yes but you want to be known for the one thing it is that you do really, really well and then grow from there. Point number three is commenting on other people's content. So I will kind of, I guess, die on this hill that posting and commenting on other people's content are probably equal of importance when you are building relationships across social media platforms. And this can be no truer than on LinkedIn. I get more traction, really, not even on my own post, but on the comments and the ideas and the thoughts that I'm putting on other people's posts. And then they come to my content. One of the beauties of LinkedIn is that I can comment on, let's just say, Sammy Sam's post and Bobby Bob, who does not know me but is friends with Sammy Sam or is a connection with Sammy Sam, will see that I've commented on that post. 
and maybe they need my services or maybe they know somebody that needs my services, but LinkedIn really does give you a better reach or a better breadth in visibility than some of the other social platforms do. Because when Sammy Sam makes a post and I comment, everybody that knows Sammy Sam will be able to see that I've commented. Similarly, everyone in my network will be able to see that I've commented on Sammy Sam. And let's say like Sammy, we'll go with grocery stores. Sammy Sam is a grocer in the Florida area and another travel advisor who follows me or connects with me on LinkedIn, they need a grocery store contact for their clients that are visiting one of the places here in Florida. And they would have never known how to be connected to somebody like that had they not seen that I commented on Sammy Sam's post. So it is beneficial for both the content creator, the content commenter, and then the content lurkers to see like who is interacting on this post and are do I need to have them in my world. It has been very frequent where recently that I have been getting connection requests because of the different comments that I have been posting, but also the content that I have been posting myself. So it is a combination. I know a lot of you are like, well, how how do like people convert? It the, it's a first off, it's the long game <laughs> in LinkedIn. It takes some time to cultivate it, but the sooner that you start cultivating, the sooner that you can start seeing some results and people perking their ears, being like, ah, so Rita's somebody that I need to really be knowing and, and getting close to. So comment on other people's content, and I would say that's even more than sharing other people's content. Um, yeah, let's just, I was going to say, we're going to go off on a tangent. We'll, we'll just keep it clean right there. And then connecting with other people is very, very important. Um, and I say connect with other people who are in your industry. So other travel business people, uh, connect with people of industry associations or support partners, connect with people who you think would be your ideal clients, connect with people who you think would be even really good referral partners. So if you are in the destination wedding world, connect with wedding planners or connect with photographers or connect with you know, DJs in your local area, because those are the people who are going to know similar people like that. That is that world. So a lot of people that I connect with are business coaches and people who specialize in human resources, because those are the two main industries that I help and that I can really assist with in getting further transformations of the work that they do through the retreats or the group trips that I can plan. So that's who I follow. So again, you need to be very selective. LinkedIn is not like a free-for-all like some of the other platforms, Facebook or Instagram. And there is a higher caliber of person that is on LinkedIn. Not saying that you can't get great results from the other platforms, but it is much more intentional it is definitely more of like a networking type party type atmosphere that it is like, hey, we're here for the party on some of the other platforms. And I say this and I love Instagram. Instagram and LinkedIn are the two top places that I spend most of my time. You just have to know where your ideal clients and referral partners are hanging out at. And I would say LinkedIn is probably a really good place that they are hanging out at. So I feel like LinkedIn should probably be a platform where all of us are being, are hanging out at. 
And then you have to pick where your second platform is going to be and then just focus, dive in deep on those two platforms. Once you've been doing a lot of commenting, you see certain people are posting and commenting on your stuff all the time, then it's time to reach out furthermore and start like actually connecting. And so this is something like myself that I had a revelation in is that I've been commenting on a lot of similar people's posts and they're now starting to reach out to me to get connection calls so that we can just meet each other and it's obviously we're not meeting in person, we're doing these through Zoom connection calls, but it is it creates a more stronger relationship and it creates a stronger desire for me to do things and help you out in your own world, if that makes sense. Like it, it creates a stronger bond that I want to make sure that, that I can help you to succeed because I know that you are also going to help me to succeed. So how can we do this? So I take a lot of notes from the people that I've met, uh, who they are, what they do. And if I find some sort of opportunity or if I meet someone who they really need to know because it would be beneficial for them. That's how I start making connections. So I am now starting to ask for connection calls for people who I interact with because one, I think they're pretty super cool. Uh, and two, I just think it would be beneficial for both of us to have some sort of connection to see maybe what sort of partnership we can have. Maybe they know somebody who would be beneficial for my business, vice versa. I might know somebody that they have really been wanting to connect with and can set those things up. So I knew it. I knew I was going to go. It's 20 minutes now. I knew I was going to go through longer. So that is, this is your LinkedIn 101 talk from yours truly, Rita Perez. So optimize that profile, create thought-provoking content, comment on other people's content, and connect with people off of the platform so that you have your email addresses and have that personal deeper connection with them. If you are wanting assistance with setting up your LinkedIn profile or if you're wanting an audit of your current profile or if you just want some additional consulting on how to maximize LinkedIn for your business, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. My email address is takethehelmva at gmail.com. It is listed in the show notes and I would love to help you assist because I have just been seeing beautiful, beautiful results and I know that I'm at the precipice of some really great things happening and I cannot wait to share even more of how LinkedIn has benefited my travel business. Uh, that is all that I have for you, but go ahead, connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. And that that is it. That is all, folks. I hope you've enjoyed this very impromptu episode of the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur Podcast. And until next time, you have an amazing week. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave a show a rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.